0: Steve Dace is the program that follows this program on the Blaze Radio and Television Network. And uh, if you haven't met Steve yet, you need to. We are, we're we're going to talk to him about a couple of things. I want to see the lessons that both the right and the left need to learn from uh, this last election. Also, the COVID mandate is finally out. And uh, I... Uh, I can't imagine that a lot of people are going to be following this. I guess they have to or be fined, but what's your freedom worth? We'll talk to Steve Dace in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. You have to promise not to panic, okay? Due to supply chain shortages, it may not be possible for you to buy oversized pants before Thanksgiving, okay? I know, I know. How am I going to be able to eat all that food on Thanksgiving without oversized pants? You just skip the pants? Is that, the, is that well, the lesson here? Well, that's what will happen in my family, I'll tell you that. Because mm. I am not missing that. I'm not missing a single meal. You, we know, Glenn, you didn't have to announce that on radio. Well aware. In case you can't go around without pants, <laughs> maybe you could have a built Bar instead. <laughs> I mean, it's not like eating a regular protein bar that's good for you. I mean, I wouldn't do that to you. Mm. It has a, a ton of flavors available. They're amazing because they're all covered in real chocolate. Everything, even pants, better covered in real chocolate. <laughs> pants covered? It <laughs> does sound like something you've tried. Just you've see, never, you've never, you've never had something on your shirt and you just just kind of like, oh yeah just yeah, yeah okay just yeah, kinda, sure. yeah okay all right it's not a all great right. way to consume food but it'll do no but if it's chocolate it hardens and then you just kind of break the pants off and then you have little pieces that's mm. uh, cho- i mean still it's the advice that you i i shouldn't i shouldn't be questioning you mark black friday <laughs> on your calendar check out built.com big things are coming it's a great great candy bar they call it a protein bar and it's healthy for you built.com use the promo code beck15 15 percent off your next order by going to built.com steve dace welcome to the program i have a lot to talk to you about today first of all let's go to the election and what is it that uh, the democrats should learn they won't and the republicans need to learn
1: I think we should, and by the way, good morning, guys. I, I think we should just give up on lessons Democrats can win. I mean, that's a full-fledged cult over there now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I kind of don't we'll, want we'll, them we'll, to learn. I, I want them to keep exposing themselves.
1: Well, good so news for you. because they're, they're, they're not learning anything brother, right, and, right. while exposing themselves. Right. Uh, so um, I, I think it, the lessons to learn on our side is, if you set the context here, Glenn, in the last four presidential elections, Democrats have won that state by an average of six-plus points including 10 points just a year ago. Uh, and if you look at the electorate, ideologically, party ID, it's almost all the same from what it was a year ago. There was a mass drop-off in youth voters, and I think that's the lack of having uh, the mass uh, ballot harvesting mail-in scheme available to them that mm-hmm. they had a year ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But what, what, so, so the demographics have not changed. And yet look at what Glenn Youngkin did, won Hispanics by 11 he outperformed Trump with black voters by three points. He outperformed Trump with women voters by nine points. He outperformed Trump with suburban voters by eight points. And this is the part that really blew me away, even and above all of that. He actually outperformed Trump with rural voters in Virginia by 12 points. That's- and they were a higher percentage of the electorate than they were a year ago. In other words, Yunkin's campaign run by some guys like Jeff Rowe and others that I know very well, they cracked the code here. They 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 put they reforged the traditional suburban GOP coalition, but they figured out how to marry it with Trump's new rural coalition and rural base. And when I look at these exits, frankly, I have no idea how Glenn Young can only won by two points. Yeah, because this looks like a five to eight point victory to me, especially when you look at the coattails that he had statewide as well.
0: So is he was this a formula or do you think that he is? sincere do you know is he a conservative or is he a guy who just cracked the code
1: I, I think that they cracked the code um and and who he really is i don't know that that's relevant right now and here's why because uh, and he said this himself last night uh talking to tucker carlson that that this went this transcended a campaign and became a movement what happened there is mama bears said oh hell no Uh, And a lot of uh, and a lot of red blooded American uh, patriots just decided this just can't stand. They just went Gandalf, man, and planted the staff in the ground. And this created a tidal wave. And, And see, this tidal wave has been there all these years, Glenn. And and unfortunately, nobody until Donald Trump decided. When they were on a on a you know a, a national or corporate basis as a symbol for the Republican Party, decided to jump on the surfboard and ride it. Remember Chick Fil A Day in 2012? Yes. And the mass outpouring of that, and then that day mm-hmm. Mitt Romney says, "quote That's not a part of my campaign." Donald Trump, if we had done Chick Fil A Day when Donald Trump was running, he'd have bought Dan Chick Fil A's and said yeah, he would he'd, he'd, he'd,
0: he'd be he'd handing them out at the he'd rallies. Have he'd have them in like little T-shirt guns. guns.
1: You can fry it, saute it, boil it, broil it. He'd have done it all. Right. Okay? And with the Glenn Youngkin campaign, saw going on in Loudoun County and Fairfax County and these places. And I do think some credit goes to the Daily Wire and Luke rosiak for oh, yeah, the story they wrote that blew that story up. He should yeah. win a Pulitzer for that. He
0: should. He think, won't, but he I should.
1: You, exactly. I think that campaign, I, I know Jeff Rowe very well. Okay. He's no dummy. He knows an opportunity when he sees one. And I think they recognized that they don't have to run the evangelical Ed Gillespie, that there's an opportunity here for a groundswell and just to ride the energy of the people. And so the question now comes down to this, because you mentioned in the lead up to this, just 48, less than 48 hours after they got whooped, they're already out tripling down on the tyranny. There will be no lessons learned. There will be no moderation. This is a cultural death match now. It's a steel cage. Two worldviews enter, only one's coming out. And so we have to understand that we can't go back to our old paradigm on the right of listen to Steve Dase and Glenn Beck, get all riled up, wait every two, four or six years to vote Republican and then go back home and then wonder why the country's gone to pot. All right. They're not going to stop. We have to. This, this can't be, OK, we go back home now. We 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 we, pu- we push the Visigoths back. No, you've got to man your post and stay on the wall because they're not going to go away until they're defeated.
0: Well, I tell you, the the biggest damage that happened to the country with a progressive movement early on was not during the Wilson um, era because all that stuff went away. It was after when they got smart. They they spooked the American people. And so they all went underground and then they they came back up right in 1929 1930 as a liberal not as progressives uh Mm -hmm. and they will never give up and we need to recognize that because it's never going to end this fight is always going to be with us
1: you know i'm going to say this to my audience later today i'll give you guys a preview that uh, when you look, what is slavery, authoritarianism? What is Jim Crow authoritarianism? What is medical apartheid that they want to do now? These are all vestiges of authoritarianism, and they all have come from the same side of the aisle in the same belief system. And And I know it sounds weird and foreign and madness to us, but 50 years ago in this country, you could run for office openly on a national basis on the idea that black people should ride separate buses and go to and use separate bathrooms and not be able to vote. And people just kind of nodded politely and said, well, I mean, that's a re- that's a rec- you know, recognized and justifiable view. What had to happen is those viewpoints had to be so humiliated in the public square that even if you held them, you would not dare show them in public and expect to gain any political favor for them. That is what we have to do with the new authoritarianism, the wokeism, the paganism, the cultural Marxism. We have to make these views so untenable. Reagan did a, a proto version of this where by the time he left office, nobody wanted to be called a liberal anymore, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what needs to be done. This has to be eradicated in the arena of ideas first, like Thatcher said. First you win the argument, then you win the vote. That's what happened in Virginia, Uh, Glenn. First we won the argument, then they won the vote, all right? So we have to beat them in the arena of ideas ruthlessly No unconditional surrender so that in our generation, the idea that you will run for office on I'm going to give people yellow stars. I'm going to make people wear, I'm going to make first responders who were heroes last year and now are looking at some of the side effect profiles and the waning efficacy of the vaccines and are thinking, you know, I don't know that that's right for me, especially if I've got natural immunity. Mm -hmm. The idea that people would then come out and say, put a mask on them. Mark them, well, put a yellow star on them, make that so untenable that no one would dare say things like that in public because it would get you removed from the public square. So That's now, what we have to do.
0: So now, without becoming a cancel culture, yes, um, the uh, the the thing that is amazing to me is the mandates are not just for vaccinations now. Starting January, what is it, the 4th? It's not mm-hmm. just a mandatory vaccine and that you have to have. But you also have to you have to wear a mask now, Um, Steve. We're in Texas. Almost no one's wearing a mask anymore. I mean, are
1: they in Iowa either? Yeah, Yeah, I I was just
0: Stu was just at a Cowboys game, the packed. I was just seeing the Rolling Stones at uh, the Cotton Bowl, packed. And by the way, the guys on stage—it was like bringing the nursing home into the middle of an elementary school. (laughs) I mean. They're all 90 and we're all singing. Well, their
1: 82-year-old drummer just died a few months ago, Glenn. Cut them some slack. They had to take a break. I know,
0: but I mean, but it's, it's now we're wearing masks. This thing is over. What is their play here for the mask and the mandates? How do they expect this to go?
1: Mask mandates were to condition you for vaccine mandates. Vaccine mandates are to condition you to hand over your bodily autonomy. Because once you have handed over your bodily autonomy, you are essentially handed over to the state. That's what has been going on here for the last year and a half. This is about marking. This is about there's a reason why with the the massive, colossal global failure everybody witnessed in Afghanistan, when they wanted when they looked for an issue to pivot to, they pivoted to this one. And they went hard on the tyranny on this one. It's because they know that there is a solid political coalition that wants the tyranny, that has bought in on it, that wants to be ruled, as Loki said. They want to be marked, all right? And so that gives them at least there's at least nobody supports leaving Americans behind. Nobody does. Regardless of who you voted for, nobody supports leaving hundreds of Americans behind. But there are millions of Americans who support marking the other. And there always have been because that's endemic Mm -hmm. to our species after the third chapter of Genesis East of Eden. So they know there's at least some base of support, somebody that will carry their water, somebody that will say, yes, get those other people. Because, Glenn, this is the same arguments they've made on class all right, on race, on on economic status. This is the entire spirit of the age playbook, okay? That, That it's always the other, it's the rich people, it's the white males. Uh, It's in previous generations. It was black people. It's the it's always the other that that you need to use as the fulcrum or the propeller to get you to the authoritarianism you want. It's just the language has changed now and now it's the unmasked and the unvaccinated. But
0: it's it's not America 2020. It's about to be America 2022. Look how we weren't going to football games a year ago. We weren't, right, I right. mean, we were locked down uh, for the most part. Things had stopped. Now you have what were called super spreader events happening all over the country, and no one's getting sick.
1: Well, have you ever had to, if you've ever had to confront a bully, there's, there's two kinds of bullies. There's the one you pop them in the nose the first time, and they realize, all right, man, this, you know, I counted the cost, and ain't worth it. Then there's the ones that are really bought into their own superiority. And you may pop them in the nose the first time, and they might walk away. Then they reassess the situation and think, you know, for a long time, you let me take your lunch money. Maybe, you know, the sun just shines on a dog's rear end every now and then, as Wesley Snipes said, and white men can't jump, okay? Maybe you didn't really mean it. So I'm going to come back and test your resolve, because I really have bought into, I'm the bully here, and you're the mark. And that's the second kind of bully is what we're dealing with here now in our government. They're going to test our resistance. They're going to test our resolve. You will not merely be able to vote your way out of this. You're going to have to do mass noncompliance, mass defiance. You will have to threaten supply chains. You will have to, you will have to inflict as much pay. That's why, hey, I'm telling my kids right now, tell me what you want for Christmas. I'm buying all your gifts right now. And I hope we do. I hope we wreck the supply chain in response to this, because that will show that we are willing now to stand up and do what must be done with the current rules of engagement in order to vanquish this. I think that what's happened is we have a generation of Americans, God bless us, who have been blessed that we don't remember watching black people get high water washer pressured hoses on Walter Cronkite in black and white at night 60 yep. years ago. Yep. Okay? We don't understand the cost of what it means. We see the celebrations of sending the troops off to Europe for World War II and Japan, but we don't remember the body count that went on in these places. Okay. And, and the toll it takes to actually refresh the tree of liberty here. And we're going to get a lesson now in our generation. Now, the good news is most that, that this gets to be fought out in peaceable arenas. That's the good news. But, but the bad news is it's going to take a little more confrontation and suffering within those peaceable arenas than our audiences have been accustomed to in the past. Now, where what, what I'm encouraged is earlier this year. I just looked around the landscape, and I didn't think that we necessarily had what it took to stand Agree. up. Agree. Now I'm not. Now I'm actually encouraged that we are. People yeah. are at the right level of righteous indignation. Now we're getting there.
0: Yeah. Two weeks ago, I was like, mm, maybe, maybe. This week, I'm convinced, and we'll we'll know by January fourth. You know, if people are willing to stand up and say, I'm not. I'm not doing the vaccine thing. I'm not doing it, and I'm not wearing a mask. And businesses are willing to stand up and, and do that. Uh, and attorney generals are willing to stand up and litigate this thing. Uh, there's, a real, there's a real chance, real chance that we can have these people crawl back into their totalitarian hole. One more thing, Steve, if you have time. Let me take a one-minute break. I want to ask you about Fauci because uh, uh, Rand Paul just uh, said to resign. Uh, He demanded his resignation, and he, of course, said no. We'll talk to uh, Steve Dace about that here in a second. John in Chicago is exactly the sort of skeptic I like. He heard me talking about Rough Greens and how it changed my dog Uno. He writes in, so I said to myself, 'Uh uh-huh. Well, I found out my parents had purchased some. I asked if I could try some with my dog. I have a rescue dog that's very picky. He'll wait to see if there's any table scraps going into his bowl before touching his food. Or sometimes he won't eat at all and wait until the next day. Well, it doesn't happen anymore. I take the bag of rough greens out of the pantry and he literally nudges it towards his bowl. It's crazy. He wolfs down his food immediately upon me putting the rough greens on his food. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you, rough greens. John, you are welcome. Now get out of Chicago, if you can. Uh, if you want to try this out for your uh, yourself with your own dog, you can get a free bag of rough greens, a trial bag. All you pay for is shipping, and then after you know that your dog will like it. Um, go and order a full bag of rough greens and watch the change in your dog it's pretty amazing it's really healthy for them roughgreens.com slash back not a dog food but a supplement it's ruffgreens.com slash back 833 Glen 33 roughgreens.com slash back 10 seconds station id Steve Dace, who has been all over uh, Fauci, and uh, Steve, we have to talk about a, a special that I'm doing in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'd like you to be here um, and uh, and go through some of it with me and and actually help me on the special because you are deep, deep into Fauci and how bad he is. Uh, Rand Paul is. Did you have a book, Steve, that happened to discuss some of these issues? <laughs>
1: Uh, Yes, as I recall, thank you, Stu, for that uh, shameless product placement. Yes, Fauci and Bargain, the most powerful and dangerous bureaucrat in American history, with more footnotes than pages that have all come true since the book came out back in March. Thank you. Mm.
0: Whatever. (laughs) Uh, So, so, uh, uh, Steve, I think that Rand Paul is on it. I think he knows uh, the things that you know, the things that I know. Uh, And he is on it. Fauci, of course, said, no, I'm not going to resign when the senator said you should.
1: I don't say this lightly. This is the closest America's had to a Joseph Mengele. When you look at. Holy experimenting. experimenting, Let me let me quantify that. Yeah, I don't want to violate Godwin's law for clicks. Okay, let me quantify that. We're talking about experimenting on orphans for AIDS medications in the 80s. We're talking about scalping the the heads of aborted babies at the University of Pittsburgh. We're talking about putting beagles in cages to literally be devoured by flesh-eating insects from a horror film. And now we're talking about the fact that at the very least, he funded research that could have created a virus similar to or even worse than COVID-19, if not the COVID-19 virus itself. Um, And then you throw in all of the lies, the lies about early treatments. How many Americans, hundreds, we're approaching 800,000 deaths. How many people have died because they were denied early treatments that are effective with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin cocktails. My email is full of people whose loved ones are in the hospital on ventilators. They can't get out. They won't give them any medications. Mm -hmm. Who sets all those guidelines? He does it, all right? Um, The the policies that went on with lockdowns, the losses of jobs, and now the early health detection cliff that we're on now with cancer screenings and other things that were missed a year later, the mental health crisis we're at right now. Who spawned all of this? All of these things, Who's the, who really is the origin, if not the ringleader for them all? He is. The sun, the moon, and the stars. He's the worst filth that's ever occupied a public office in America there ought to be a you, you, nuremberg-like you, trial with a nuremberg-like result and you, verdict
0: you don't need to double down on the i mean i think we got it with the Mangala <laughs> thing <laughs> uh he is um he is a, a real piece of work and i think that's why he will have to forcibly be uh, removed from office eventually uh when this stuff is eventually out and well known by people um because i think he he knows if he leaves power he is in real trouble real trouble thank you so much steve days you listen to the steve day show it is on uh, the uh, blaze tv and radio network right after this program if you're a blaze subscriber you can hear steve every day uh, bef- uh, right after this program join us become a member of the family at BlazeTV.com/slash Beck, not on the Dr. Fauci Christmas card list this no, year, Steve. Dace. Definitely not. No. This is the Glenn Beck program. Wow. Ah. Uh, wow. Uh, something was just announced in Scotland by our president. You will not. Well, yes, you will. But uh, all the conspiracy stuff is right out the window now because it's very clear. Things are happening on the financial level uh, that are going to destroy your freedom and destroy the value of the dollar. Uh, It is I mean, we are we are in real trouble financially, please. I want you to put yourself in a good financial situation. I want you just to figure out if gold or silver is right for you. It is for me. It's the best hedge against insanity throughout all time. Gold, uh, Goldline is now offering up to 6% of free metals, including with any qualified self-directed IRA acquisition. You can call today to how to use a portion of your IRA, 401k or other retirement vehicles to spread the risk out and acquire physical precious metals. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You can get access to the Steve Day show right here on
2: Blaze TV, BlazeTV.com/slash Glen. Promo code is Glen to save 10 bucks off your subscription.
0: Nancy Pelosi is moving forward with all of the extreme agenda points of this administration. She says the more results, the better it'll be for elections. So they didn't learn a thing. They announced today, two days after the election, uh, about the vaccine mandates. It was kind of wishful thinking that they would never actually come. They were just waiting for the election results to be uh, in. So then they could uh, implement this without another pay uh, at the uh, polls. Uh, But they are going to feel pain at the polls in 22, a year from now. It is January 4th, and uh, you will have to not only have a, vac- a vaccination, if you work for a company that has 100 employees or more, uh, you'll not only have to have a vaccination, but you also will always have to wear a mask. If you don't do that, you have to wear a mask and get a, uh, a test every day. Um, the companies once are... A oh, sorry, once, once a week. Sorry, once a week. The companies are not responsible for paying for that. You'd have to do that yourself. Now... This is all part of a bigger plan called the Great Reset, and the Great Reset is all about the government forming a partnership with business. It is when they say we're going to transform the world's largest economy. This is what they mean. So, you know, they've been trying to do this for a long time. The Fabians, the Fabian socialist in England were trying to push something called competitive socialism Uh, in essence. The government would take the means of production and the raw resources. Then they would fix prices. But private businesses would somehow coexist in the system and bid for contracts, etc. Well, that's pretty much the same system that China runs now. Um, And uh, China is the model, but it was best described and in use by the Nazis. It's fascism. The Fabians in the 50s tried. It failed. They changed the name from competitive socialism to democratic socialism. I don't care what you call it. Competitive, democratic, central plan, science oriented. By the way, that's what they said in the 30s, 40s and 50s. It's been debunked. It's never been tried. It's just a theory. No, no, no. No, it has been tried. And they've just done something and taking a huge, huge step. Towards this. Now, remember, the Great Reset is is just a conspiracy theory because the World Economic Forum has no teeth. They have it's just a group of people in Davos. Well, Biden has just announced a few minutes ago in Scotland a partnership with the World Economic Forum on this competitive capitalism Uh, They have identified certain corporations to partner with. They named a few of them more coming tomorrow, but they are in steel, shipping, aluminum, concrete, trucking, aviation, chemicals and direct air capture. Okay, so we we have the co-author of my new book that is available for sale right now. At Amazon.com, uh, you can get it. It comes out second week of January. Make sure you get it now because of supply lines. Order it now. It's by me and Justin Haskins. It's called The Great Reset. Joe Biden and the Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. Uh, Justin, this thing is traveling so fast, and it's just a matter of who captures the American and uh, the the global population first are they going to put us in chains before we figure out what it is as a as a population
2: yeah well i i mean that's what we're trying to stop right i mean i think that this has been going on for a very long time we've been playing catch up over the past year and a half or so because the rhetoric changed and signaled to people like us that something very wrong was going on here when they started calling it the great reset that's when we really started digging deeply into what was happening and we've found that over the past 10 years or more they've been advancing the world towards this new economy this 21st century fascism, fascism. that's it. right it's a form of fascism it's been going on for a very long time this movement but it's accelerated rapidly over the past year and a half, and especially since Joe Biden has become president. And this new announcement is gla- in Glasgow is absolutely massive move toward this Great Reset world they're trying to so build. So
0: explain what it means and why it's so important.
2: So the announcement, we, we don't have all of the details yet, but what we do know is that this There's going to be this partnership between the United States government and the World Economic Forum. And it's called the First Movers Coalition.
0: Okay, So, so, you know, uh, the World Economic Forum is about as spooky as uh, Hydra. I mean, this is a group of the elite of the elites at Davos. They gave birth to the World Economic Forum. Or is it the other way around? But this is... This is when you hear about Davos and meeting with George Soros and everything else. That's what this is. And now that's, our country is partnering with them on the great reset.
2: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And the whole purpose of this First Movers Coalition is to create a public private partnership between major corporations and business and the US government. So that they can essentially manipulate the economy without actually having to pass a law in Congress that says you have to do X, Y, or Z. They're trying to build this. It's essentially it's collusion between the government, private corporations, and the facilitator of all of this is the World Economic Forum, who, as you mentioned, are the people behind the Great Reset Movement and uh, Davos and all of that other stuff. And the key point person, according to the press release that they've put out and some of the information they've provided to the public in the U.S. government is going to be John Kerry, who is part of the uh, Biden administration's um, cabinet. And he's the special envoy for climate. And this is so, so important for people to understand. John Kerry has been openly supporting the Great Reset. I mean, attending Great Reset events saying i support the great reset and he promised back in november 2020 after joe biden was declared the winner of that election that under joe biden the great reset will happen and it will happen with greater speed and greater intensity than most people realize and now he's the one spearheading this coalition with the world economic forum great reset people to try to create the public-private partnerships that you and I have been talking about and warning about now for
0: for years. So when the president made this announcement, he was on stage with um, uh, John Kerry right next to him. And right next to John Kerry was Bill Gates. Um, this is this is a, a elitist. It's a movie. Honestly, You, it, it's a movie. It's these are Bond villains here um, and they are taking control of. Uh, and will take control of industry of farming of you name it and you won't have a choice this is an end run around our constitution and around our congress and senate it's an end run that's
2: that, that's exactly right and the reason they're doing it this way is because they have failed so spectacularly trying to get laws passed in congress and trying to get things through the Supreme Court. Historically, they've done done—they've they, been so bad at trying to make this thing happen at the speed that they want it to happen. That way, that they figured out this other way of doing it through private corporations. And by coercing them, threatening them, twisting their arm, providing them with carrots and threatening them with sticks, they've been able to build this entire Great Reset system on the side. And most people haven't even realized that this is going on. This is the way that society will be transformed. It's through this great reset and these public private partnerships and big cronyist deals. And the other important thing to keep in mind is that they keep telling us that this is about the stakeholders. This is about people, regular folks. No, are regular folks in Davos are they in Glasgow right now. If this was truly,
0: if this was truly about uh, the regular folks, They would be spelling this out from the Oval Office every night for a week and say, look, here's a big thing. We're going to change the way we do business in America. And here's what we're doing. Instead, they say it's a conspiracy theory while they're doing it. You have no stake in this. You have no say in this. You won't have any say in this. Um, This is the way they are. They will transform everything. It is in our banks. It's in our global corporations. Let's just say they have this special deal with all the steel makers. Okay, you're building a car. All right. If the government says that you have to build electric vehicles and a car in a certain way and you say, no, I don't think that's the best way. Not only does the government have a what's called a golden stakeholder position on your board that can override the board's decision. But they can also make it very painful for you with the banks. They say, no, you have to go green. The banks say we can't fund you because you are not making enough green cars. And uh, even if the bank doesn't hold back, the steel company in the public private partnership with the United States government They will say, we can't sell you any steel to make that car. We can't sell you any aluminum to make your car or the cans uh, for your uh, farm goods because, well, you're not green enough. This is going to happen on everything. This is not just about climate change. This is ESG environment, social justice and governance. So who do you have in charge? What does your team look like? Do you have do you have enough black people? Do you have enough anybody but Asians and white people running the the company? That's what this is really all about. A complete, not just economic reformation, but a social reformation at the same time. At the end of this, if they get their way by 2030, America is completely gone, completely gone as you know it.
2: Yes, without without a doubt. And this isn't speculation. Everything, basically everything that you just said, they've openly advocated for the complete transformation of society, pushing the reset button on the entire global economy, having a new uh, economic model, rewriting the social contract. That's something that John Kerry himself has called for numerous times. And again, he's now the one running this first movers coalition with the World Economic Forum. They've been very open about what they want to do. And then when people criticize them, they say, no, 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 this is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. This is the biggest gaslighting event that has ever happened in human history. They're telling the entire world. That there's nothing really going on, while at the same time saying they're going to push the reset button on all of society and rewrite social contracts and change the economy as we know it and change your life. And everyone has to participate and every country, has to participate and every industry, has to participate. And these are the sorts of things they're saying, while at the same time saying, oh, nothing's really going on here. So you don't
0: need to worry about. And this is why I think that the Democrats are not really that concerned about learning their lesson. Um, because in the end, you are under their thumb one way or another. You're under the thumb of big government either that is either exerted over you through the banking system or uh, the monetary system or the system of where you work, when you work, how you work, who you work with, all of these things you're, you're not going to have space to go to there's no free space. If they have their way on the entire planet, it's all centrally planned and centrally run. And your voice is only through the voice of your elected official. And they don't care if that's Mugabe or, or, you know, the queen or, you know, uh, King Biden, they don't care. Yeah, they, they don't care because
2: it isn't about what people really want in their minds. It's, We're all a bunch of stupid sheep. They should be in charge of the world because if they just had control of everything, the world would be so much better. And there's this existential crisis of climate change that justifies any amount of authoritarian actions that they want to take anyway. And so they're going to do whatever it is they want to try to impose this, while at the same time not including regular people in the conversation, while saying that they are including the regular people in the conversation and that they're doing this all for their benefit. Meanwhile, they're all getting super rich off of this crony scheme. Uh, in some cases, they're making hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. You look at BlackRock and people like that have added trillions of dollars to their portfolios over just the past few years while engaging in all of this great reset stuff. So it's a giant Ponzi scheme in a lot, in a lot of ways, but it's also the biggest power grab we've ever seen. And yes, this is a conversation we should all be having nationally. There should be a national conversation that we're all having. Do we want to push the reset button on the global economy, on the American economy? Do we want to move in this direction of the Great Reset? Do we want to put elites in charge of virtually everything through ESG scores and, and crony systems and all of this stuff? And we're not having that conversation. They're going to try to impose it on us no matter what. And the most important part of this entire thing, the proof of that, is yesterday they asked John Kerry about the, the Build Back Better bills and how in Congress yeah. and how these infrastructure bills have failed. They asked him about it, and he essentially said, and I don't have the quote in front of me right now, but he essentially said, it doesn't really matter what happens in Congress. We're yep. going to find a way to do this anyway. We're already starting to do it now through yep. the government at COP26. Yeah, he said, so he said
0: yesterday that, that we've already, we're doing it through the administrative uh, arm, and we don't need Congress. Thank you so much. The name of the book is The Great Reset. It is by me and Justin Haskins, who you just heard, Joe Biden, The Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. Pick it up now at Amazon. Order your copy now, The Great Reset. Um, All right. Let me tell you a little bit about Patriot Mobile. The time to stand with companies that are not part of any of this is right now. We've got to have a parallel society. We have to be working and and uh, and buying things and sharing things with company and people that are on our side. Patriot Mobile exists, so you have the option to tell AT&T when they're saying, hey, you, we, all you AT&T employees, you got to be less white. You say, this whole less white thing doesn't fly with me. I'm not, I'm not with you, AT&T. Hey, Verizon, you give money to people who go to Planned Parenthood and you're trying to help Planned Parenthood. I'm not with you. Patriot Mobile, same tower, same great service, same great coverage, half the price. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. They stand with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program.